Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. You know my name, but I am so excited because Coach Jerry is in the house. Hello, my beautiful friend, Jerry Roisenthal. It's good to see you, Pix. I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am, how honored I am that you asked me to be a guest on your podcast. So I am thrilled to be here with you and your entire audience of listeners. Oh, mutual appreciation club, I think, Jerry. And, you know, <laughs> I, I love it because I'm actually doing some wonderful training of yours. So you're a mindset development coach, which I love. And, and you've done training by the amazing John Maxwell. You did that in 2018 and you really are a leadership coach. And I just absolutely love not only your training, but your style of training. So I'm really excited about this interview. And thank you so much from that, for that, for tuning in from Palm Springs in California. Thank you, Pix. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. And, you know, I love the fact that when you drill down with people and you have conversations, you find out about them. And so this interview has really come about in the last couple of weeks. So I'm really looking forward to this and I'm all about courage. So what does courage mean to you, Jerry? You know, courage is one of those unique words that I really love in, in my own life. And it reminds me of this great quote that I, I like to use a lot in, in my events, and, and you probably heard me use this in my masterclass, and it is that courage is not the absence of fear, it's acting in spite of it. And so to me, courage is just simply that definition. It's having doubts, having fears, having uncertainties, which all of us have, but having the courage to take a step of faith in the midst of all of those things that we're feeling. That to me is where courage really comes from. Mm. And I know that every person on the planet has to be courageous because we're all going through, as they say, unprecedented times. And, and I know we will plug your um, upcoming event. It is a free event. So you've got a wonderful webinar yep. about doubt or, you know, don't let doubt take you out. And I know I've listened to a previous one and, and that's a very popular one, in, certainly in our industry. But you've been in the network marketing industry for like many years, haven't you, Jerry? And so you know that industry yep. inside and out. Yes, I, I do. I've actually been involved in the profession, both from building my own network marketing mm -hmm. company into coaching in the profession combined for a total of about 27 years. So I, I know the industry pretty well. Yeah. And you've come from, you know, a financial industry as well. So you've kind right. of got that logical brain and then working with um, leaders in the business. Um, it is more the emotional side and it is the six inches between your ears, really, that, as you say, you know, don't let doubt take you out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jerry, we'll move on to our next question. Now, I don't care who we are on this planet we all have highs and lows we have ups and downs so I'm all about sharing I guess the not so glamorous side of things so what was one time 
significantly in your life that you were feeling less than courageous, Jerry, if you're willing to share? Wow. Time in my life, I was feeling less than courageous. Um, I would probably have to go back to 2011, which was uh, quite a while ago. But um, I had, um, previous to that, I had built my own very successful network marketing business. Um, I was in the financial services industry. So I was doing all sorts of, you know, financial stuff, life insurance, loans, prepaid legal, long-term healthcare, all that stuff. I built a very successful business uh, in that profession for about 13 years. Um, mm -hmm. And about 2006, I started to go through some very difficult and challenging times in my life. Um, I went through a, uh, a really uh, painful divorce with my son's mom. I found myself um, sinking into a really bad place bad of place. depression. And um, I ended up uh, waking up one morning that November on the floor of my apartment, uh, just getting ready to commit suicide. Mm. And it was a very dark time of my life. And because of all of the things that I went through, um, I ended up losing my entire business that I had spent 13 years of my blood, sweat and tears building. And it was a really difficult time for me. And I didn't know what I wanted to do next, but I knew that I didn't want to go back to what I had done. It was just too painful. There were too many memories. And I spent the, the next five years after that kind of going on this unbelievable growth journey of just trying to find who I was in the midst of the fact that I had lost who I was through this process. Mm -hmm. And about five years after this event happened, uh, one of my very dear friends came to me at church and she was in a, uh, a top network marketing company yeah. that I happened to work with. And um, she just asked me if I had ever thought about doing any coaching. And I told her I had not. And <laughs> she said, well, you should. And I said, well, thanks a lot. And she invited me to come to one of her trainings that she was doing out here in my area. Uh, to come speak to her team and share with her team, but really to offer them an opportunity to coach with me. And I kept reminding her, well, I don't do coaching. I don't have a coaching company. I don't have any coaching materials. And she kept reminding me, yeah, but you need to. And so going to that meeting, stepping in front of those people, uh, I did not feel very courageous in that moment. I was wondering what I was doing there, mm -hmm. who was going to listen to me, who's going to pay attention to anything I've got to say. Yeah. If you would look at my life the last five years. What's my value? What's listen. my worth? Yeah. Right, right. What's my value and worth here? So I think that moment is when I felt the least courageous in my life. Wow. But it's almost been one of the most defining moments of your life, hasn't it, Jerry? Absolutely. And you've just it, gone it was from strength to strength from there. So, And thank right. you so much from the bottom of my heart sharing about, you know, having suicidal thoughts because, as we've spoken prior, um, I tragically or our family tragically lost our nephew to suicide and that's part mm -hmm. of the reason he's my driving force for why I do what I do, to get that message of hope and inspiration and positivity and to say, you know, it is okay. You will get through this. So, yeah. yeah, but anybody that does need to seek help, please do that as well. So, Jerry, we've talked about a low light in your life um, and we could say the Insta highlight reel, but what's one time when you were feeling really courageous, like on top of the mountain, like you could conquer anything? Truthfully, the same experience mm. after it was done. Yeah. And I had 30 people sitting in that room 
Um, I felt less than courageous when I got up there. I was wondering what value am I going to add to somebody else's life? I trained for 45 minutes on the power of your mindset. Um, I offered a $20, uh, 20 US dollars a coaching session with me for 40, uh, 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I had 15 people, people half the room it. that signed up to take it. And so in that moment, I went from not feeling courageous before I stepped off the, mm -hmm. uh, on the stage to then feeling this sense of courage going, wow, you know, I've got these people that actually found value in what I said. And so my courage and my belief that, well, maybe I can do this really went up. And so I think it's important for people to understand that you can have scenarios where you feel a lack of courage, but then in the same scenario, you can also feel courage when you just step out in faith hmm. and do whatever it is that you're not comfortable doing. It's amazing how you can flip the courage inside of you by doing that. And I love that. You said step out in faith, and that's what it is. It is making that yeah. step. We're not talking about quantum leaps or massive action. It is taking that step, you know, and I know yes. I've spoken on previous podcasts. For somebody that is really struggling with their mental health, getting out of bed and making their bed is a huge success. So having courage is so subjective, you know, and I just encourage people to take that first step, whatever that be, towards being courageous. So thank Absolutely. you, Jerry. And it was such a dichotomous moment, like you're feeling so low and then you were feeling so strong and powerful yep. and a big, huge virtual high five to you. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give I'm you just, one. Yeah, <laughs> I've just seen your journey and, you know, I'm so honoured and privileged to be part of it. So, yeah, so me oh, being me, you. Jerry, I've got a courage acronym and our first letter is obviously okay. C. So how do you best connect and communicate with others? For me, connecting and communicating is about being real and transparent. It's about being authentic with people, not, in, not only in who you are, but what you've gone through. Mm -hmm. And I think what people want is to connect with somebody that is real. Real. You know, I always, my mother used to tell me this all the time when I was a kid that someone can smell a phony from a mile away. Mm -hmm. And I believe that to this day. And so the way that I connect with people is I just am real about who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm vulnerable about my journey. I'm transparent with mm -hmm. my life. People know so much about my life because I learn lots of lessons from it. And I just truly love, genuinely have a love and a passion for just for helping others. For helping others, yeah. right? For mm -hmm. seeing what they don't see mm -hmm. and trying to help bring that out of them. And that just helps me uh, to connect and communicate with them on a different level. Yeah. And I love that you said seeing what they don't see. And that's absolutely what you do. And, and I just... I truly love and respect your work. I mean, I, I'm a John Maxwell fan anyway, but for you to be yeah. trained in his philosophies and thought leadership, yeah, I just really love it. And I am just um, want to get that message out there um, because you have a really good price point and we're not going to do a sales pitch here, but, you know, if I, I just want people to invest in themselves because that is the most important asset on the planet, you know, themselves and the six inches between their ears. So, yep. yeah, just being courageous. And when you do it with that 
right mindset yourself, which leads us in, into our next question because I know you have such an open heart, Jerry. But what does having an open heart mean to you? Well, you have some good questions, Pix. <laughs> um, to me, an open heart is just someone who has a heart that's ready to receive. And, you know, having an open heart to me is someone that's open to learning, to receiving, to growing, to realizing that when people pour into them, it's to do nothing else than to help them become a better version of themselves than they can possibly be. Um, an open heart is being compassionate to where people are at, but at the same time, not letting them use excuses for why they can't move beyond it. Um, it's just having that open heart of connection with people and, and feeling where they're at, feeling their pain, feeling the challenges they're going through, but also being able to say, okay, that's wonderful and great. And I'm sorry you're dealing with that, but you know, let's focus on this. Let's move, move beyond that. that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. How can we move you through this? So that, that to me is what an open heart is. Someone who's just open to receive yeah. and to learn and to grow and become better as a person. And I want to reiterate, that's such a valid point and it needs reiterating, like be open to receiving because so many people are open to giving and, you know, some people, they can't receive compliments because they don't feel worthy. Right. Like you say, right. oh, gee, you look really nice today. It's like, oh, this old dress, you know, I've had. It's like, no. <laughs> and you're actually doing a disservice to the person that gives you the compliment. It's like, oh, yeah. now I feel deflated for giving you a compliment. So being open to receiving is equally important as being open to giving as well. So, yeah, really valid Absolutely. points, Jerry. Now, Absolutely. Coach Jerry is Coach yes. Jerry, but what makes you uniquely you? Our next letter, Jerry. <laughs> What makes me uniquely me? Yeah. Well, you know, talking about yourself is never fun, especially when you have to think <laughs> about it. Um, I, I think what makes me uniquely me, um, first of all, is my sense of humor that I got from my dad. And my dad was always, we were always laughing when I was around my dad. And my dad ran his own business. That's why I learned entrepreneurship was from watching my dad, working with my dad as a teenager in the summer. Mm -hmm. And when my, no matter what problems or challenges my dad had going on in business, we never knew about it because he would come home. He was always laughing. We were joking. And so for me, one of the things that I've learned is that when you can make people laugh, you actually get them to drop their defenses drop their guard. and they actually mm. begin to trust you and to mm. like you and to listen mm. to you. So I think what makes me uniquely me, one is just my sense of humor. I like to joke and have fun with people. And um, as you know, and, and many of you listeners. I think that's why we resonated so much, Jerry, because yes. you know, we just see the humor in everything. And I mean, yeah, there's tough times, obviously, where you have to be serious, but we we might take life seriously but we don't take ourselves seriously and i love that right right and that's absolutely and that is one of the reasons that you and i connected yeah. and then of course you know i have my tagline um yelling with love and uh you know that came out of a meeting i did years and years ago and it's basically passion i think what makes me uniquely me is i'm like you picks i'm enormously passionate, passionate about, about what about i do and somebody came to one of my trainings and asked to take a picture with me. And I said, no problem. And she posted it on Facebook and she hashtagged yelling with love. 
And I thought, oh, I don't want that. I, I mean, people yeah. think I'm going to yell. So I <laughs> called her and asked her to change it. And she wouldn't. And so it just became mm-hmm. how people attach themselves to me. I would go to an event and they'd say, hey, there's the guy that yells with love. And so that is now my kind of how people know me, the guy mm-hmm. that yells with love. But in essence, that's really nothing more than passion. Exactly. And you're doing it for the right reasons. And again, I know through your right. trainings that I'm doing, um, you want to positively impact and influence as many people as you can. And you right. could do what you do without, you know, having that reach. But I know you do it with that open heart and, and that passion. And so you are right. yelling with love because sometimes people need tough love. Yes, like they, they need do. it because you know <laughs> if you're going to be such an empath and take on their feelings and their pity party, you only come down to their level. We need as leaders to raise them up and bring them up to our level to be right. their better self right. each and every day. Absolutely, one hundred percent, picks. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and you're so real. You're so raw. You're so authentic and transparent. But um, what is one relationship tip? to develop real relationships, Jerry? Um, A relationship tip to Mm. develop. I I really think any relationship that works, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a friendship, whether it's in business, Mm -hmm. it's all based on trust. Mm. And I think that the more that you build trust with people, the more that you walk in, in your integrity the more that you let your character shine, um, it creates real relationships mm. because what there's so much stuff going on in the world today and people are sitting around saying, I don't know what to believe or who to believe anymore. Exactly. That is so true. And that's a lack of trust, right? That's a lack of trust. So if you can be that person where people don't say that, But they come and say, you know what, I can believe what they say. I can trust what they say. I know their heart. I know their character. I think trust is the foundation of any solid relationship, no matter what kind it is. Yeah. And you feel trust. I mean, I know there's a saying, belief has a sound. But to me, trust has a feeling. It's that energy. It's like, again, that's why we so resonated, because you're such a man of integrity, such a man of trust, of honour, of value, respect, everything like that. And, yeah, when we just know that people are the real deal, you can talk it, you can do whatever, but when you actually live and breathe it, which is exactly what you do, you know, and inspiring others, that's that's what it's all about. So fantastic. Thank you for that tip. Now, Jerry, obviously you spoke when you had a less than amazing attitude, but our next letter is A. What how do you keep your amazing attitude now? What tops up your (laughs) team? I work on it daily. Um, Attitude is not something that just happens, it's something you develop. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I always tell people is that. You, you don't always have control over all the things that are going on around you. Like when people look at the things that are going on in the world and as frustrating as it is, so much of that, you and I can't control any of it. But what I have total control over every day, 100% of the time, is the attitude I choose to have mm-hmm. and how I choose to respond to mm-hmm. things. 
So what I basically do to maintain my attitude is realize that, first of all, I control it, nobody else. The media doesn't control my attitude. My family and friends don't control my attitude. I control it. Mm -hmm. So we have to first recognize we control our attitude, nobody else. And then understand that your attitude is a daily work in progress that you have to work on. Mm. And so if we're going to be specific, well, how do I work on my attitude? I try to fill my mind with things that are going to help me keep the right attitude. You know, it's what I read. It's what I listen to. It's all of the things we've heard a million times before. But there's a difference between hearing Hearing people say things and doing doing it. Right. Mm. It's the implementation Mm. of what we hear. How many people have heard? Yeah, you got to read 30 minutes a day to help your mind stay positive. (laughs) And they go, oh, that's great. And they don't read three minutes a day. So I don't believe Mm. in just teaching things. I believe you've got to implement what you're learning. Mm -hmm. And so I maintain my attitude just by, like I said, reading, listening to things that are going to empower and encourage me, podcasts, leadership trainings, um, you know, being a certified coach and speaker and trainer with the John Maxwell team. I have access to trainings galore. So I'm always doing that and understand Mm. that there are going to be days where your attitude is not Absolutely. going to be We're there. We're human. We're human. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So give Life yourself. Happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen no matter what you're doing. So give yourself the grace when stuff like that happens to say, hey, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a bad attitude today or things aren't going well, but I can turn it around and I can mm-hmm. choose to flip it. But it takes work and it takes practice. Yeah. Just like anything else in life. Yeah, there's two things that really resonated with me with your answer there, Jerry. One is you have to work on your attitude daily. I say we feed our tummies daily. We have to feed our minds daily. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And you're talking my language, reading, you know, who you associate with, what you listen to, what podcasts, and thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> um, <you get> on. <laughs> so love that. Uh, yeah, and the second thing is knowledge is powerful, I say. Applied knowledge is more powerful. So you can be trained to the hilt. You can read whatever, but nothing changes unless nothing changes. If you don't implement that knowledge, that knowledge is useless, no matter how much you've invested in it. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I say picks on that is we have a world full of professional students that people that go to things, learn everything. The information they have is worth so much but they don't do anything to apply the information that they've actually learned. And so I try not to be a professional student. (laughs) I try to be a student that applies the things that I'm actually being taught so I can get results in my life and my business. Yeah. And that's so humble of you too. Whilst you're an amazing coach and leader, you're still a student because I don't think school is ever out for those that want to have, do, be and give more. So, yeah, so true, Jerry. Now, I know your faith is important to you, Jerry. Um, Our next letter is G for gratitude. What is one thing you're grateful for today? Just one thing? Mm. (laughs) I, I always say this. I'm always grateful that I woke up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a man of faith, you know, mm-hmm. when the time comes for me to be gone, I know exactly where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to see my dad again one day. 
but I am nowhere near ready for that journey to happen. <laughs> You're not knocking and on the so, door yet. I'm not knocking on the door going, is it my time? <laughs> Did my number get called yet? Yeah. I don't, I hope my number doesn't get called for another 30, 40 years. Yes, so absolutely. I wake up every day and I'm just mm. grateful for the fact that here's another day. Mm. Here's another chance for me to, to love my wife, to love my son, Mm-hmm. to do what I love the most, to make an impact in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean I don't have problems and challenges and situations. Yeah. We all do. But I make a conscious choice just to simply be grateful that I have another day to make a difference, to be here for my family, to love my family, and to keep getting better myself. And that mm-hmm. when, when you have gratitude for the little things, mm-hmm. it's hard to stay depressed pressed about the bigger things yeah. because the gratitude overwhelms the depression or the discouragement or the, mm. the frustration. You know, I, I did, I did a, um, a little uh, joke with a friend of mine years ago. We decided we're going to go to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth and see how long can we walk around Disneyland and be miserable. <laughs> it was a true experiment, true experiment. Yeah. Yep, yep. We walked into the park, you know, we saw Mickey, we're like, yeah, whatever. And we were we were miserable for probably 10 minutes. And then we saw this little tiny kid with this balloon bigger than his body with his Mickey ears on, so happy. Yeah. And it's impossible, impossible. to go mm. to Disneyland and walk around and be miserable because you can't be happy, grateful, and miserable at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, you can't have a positive and a negative thought at the same time. That's and, right. You know, right. like you, I'm, I learned from a lot of different mentors and Tony Robbins is one of mine as well. Yes. And you really have to change your state to change your emotion. Yep. I thought it was the other way around. You know, you change your emotion to get into motion. No, motion no, creates no. emotion, which I've learned yeah. as well. So, yeah, absolutely changing your state. And I'll be open here. Christmas time, I was in a festive funk. I really struggled. Because we were in lockdown here in the northern beaches, like we couldn't go anywhere. And I know so many people have been in lockdown for an extended time. And I'm not getting into the politics of that, but it was just the situation. My son, who I hadn't seen for two years, couldn't come up. I couldn't even see my, mm. my family in Sydney, my own town, my own city that I live in. And I thought, wow. And so I did go down and I thought what can I do so I meditated I read I put on positive um, music and I danced around the house so I literally changed my state (laughs) to pull myself out of my own little picks pity party for the day so Yeah. yeah changing your state and it's so true being grateful for the small things in life. I actually have a gratitude journal, Jerry. I write down five things I'm grateful for of an evening and I have gratitude rocks around the house. They're not significant in the fact that they're they're nothing special other than they are reminders for me to go, what am I grateful for? As I go out my front gate, I have a rock there. And, you know, when I go past with my partner, what are you grateful for? We always say something we're grateful for, blue sky, lovely plants, fresh air, whatever it is. So, yeah, having that grateful heart for the small things is so critical yeah i agree 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and you're such a man of energy and you enjoy life jerry so our last letter in our courage acronym is e for enjoy life when you're not coaching when you're not on point in your business how do you enjoy life well not the way that i have in the past thanks to the wonderful (laughs) things we're dealing with in this world 
But um, if we're talking about the now, yeah. um, I just, I, I, I mean, I love, uh, spend time with my wife. You know, we mm-hmm. just love to just hang out together. It doesn't matter what we're doing. We're just, as long as we're together, we're, we're having yeah. a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love to uh, develop myself. So I spend a lot of time uh, learning from, from other success people that I'm around so I can become mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to hang out with my son who's going to, who's graduating high school in a couple of months. And we love to go to the park and we play basketball and we've been going to the park since he was four years old. Yeah. I love to do that. Uh, when the world comes back to normal, uh, I love going to movies. Gina, mm-hmm. my wife and I, we love going to movies. Uh, can't wait to go and start traveling and going to see places of the world that we want to see. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just find simple things to just yeah. enjoy life. And just once again, have that heart of gratitude. Sometimes I just sit in my backyard in complete silence and just look around me and go, I'm just so grateful that, you know, yes, being in lockdown stinks, but thank goodness I have a wonderful place to be locked down in because mm. some people don't, don't. have that. Yeah. So that's how I, that's how I develop that gratitude muscle, the little things like mm, that. Yeah. Those are and some of the things I like to do to enjoy life. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yes, you may pay to go to the movies, but when we can, but you, you touched on, it's the free things, the time with your wife, the playing basketball yeah. with your son, yeah. you know, the personal development. I, I love that too. Like on my downtime yeah. when I'm not doing stuff, I love reading because it fuels my tank. It's the free stuff that is the priceless yeah. stuff. And to me, the times that we're going through has been such an amplifier, amplifier of the bad sure. and also an yeah. amplifier of the good. For me, it's drilled down to truly what's important. Like my daughter was working in the city full time and to their credit her company was one of the first ones to do work from home so she was working from home so we actually had more time together because she wasn't on public transport and then we at lunch would go for walks at the beach and then we'd go for a swim and then after work excuse me we would shop together we would cook together we would eat together we'll never get those times back and so I'm so grateful and we enjoyed life just by doing the free stuff and yeah I just love that Jerry we spoke about knowledge and personal development and you know you are an amazing coach as I've said knowledge is powerful but like I said applied knowledge is more powerful so what is one thing about courage that you'd like our listeners to take action on today tomorrow as soon as possible. One tip about it, courage. Well, if we go back to courage is not the absence of fear is acting in spite of it. My, my action step would be, what is something that you have been putting off for whatever reason it might be? I, I'm, I, I'm afraid of making this call. I'm, I'm doubtful about how this is going to turn out. There's something all of us can, if we really think we've been putting it off because of fear, because of doubt, because of uncertainty, what is that thing for you, the listener, that you say, I've been putting this off just because of fear, of doubt, of uncertainty? And I want to encourage you to take what you've been putting off and make it happen. Mm. Have the courage to make the call that you've been putting off. Have the courage 
to take that step of faith and do what you've been wanting to do, but have been afraid to do. Because it's amazing that when you take that step of courage and you act in spite of the fear, then all of a sudden you look back and say, wow, I made the fear way bigger than it actually was. You can't hold fear. So that's fear. what I want to encourage. Yeah, you yes. can't hold fear. Like it's not a cube. It's not a product. It's not an object. So you literally can't hold fear. So thank you for that, Jerry. Yeah. And I will suggest one action item for people is to enroll in Jerry or register for Jerry's free webinar coming up in March. Yes. You know, so Jerry, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Five years ago, I did a call called Don't Let Doubt Take You Out. It was the one and only time I had ever recorded that call. And since that time, there isn't a week that goes by, literally, that I get an email or a private message from someone on the impact that call has made in their life. And I've had almost 40,000 listeners Mm -hmm. that have listened to that over the world, around the world for the last Mm -hmm. five years. Well, I, I went back a couple of weeks ago and I listened to it because I had not listened to it since I recorded it. And I was listening to it going, oh, man, I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have talked about this. I forgot to make that point. And then I thought to myself, you know what? We live in a world today where doubt is overtaking people's mm-hmm. minds in mm-hmm. every area of their life. And I thought to myself, why not make the original Better. Better. And so what we're doing on March mm-hmm. 16th in the US, it'll be the morning of March 17th in Australia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing my first ever, never done this, a free live worldwide webinar event. Don't let doubt take you out the updated and revised 2021 version. And I'm going to take that signature training, my most popular training, and I'm going to enhance it for the times that we're in right now. And I'm excited to that we have people literally that have been registering from all over I the mean. world. And it's, <laughs> yeah, you ready, yeah, you are the first yeah. ones to register. Yeah, and yeah. it's just gonna be, it's gonna be an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be like an all day event, mm-hmm. um, but I'm really excited. And so I can get you the information. Yeah, but if you that will be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the show notes, great. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can just go, we mm-hmm. created a website. And uh, the website, if you just, if you have it, it's, it's tiny, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com forward slash no doubt 2021. Just repeat that, that, Jerry. Sure. It's, it's www.tiny, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com forward slash no doubt, one word, 2021. Love you it. can click on that mm-hmm. link. Register for free. You'll get all of the details, the dial-in number and the uh, access code. And then you just tune in on March 16th if you're in the States, in the UK, or March 17th in the morning in Australia. And we're just going to have a great time talking about how to kick doubt out of your life and out of your mind so you can move forward. You betcha. Yeah, it's in my diary. And um, I will yell with love for people if they take no action today if you've just listened to this and take no action we understand we don't get it but yes do <laughs> register for jerry's free webinar you know 
this is just something that Jerry is putting on out of the goodness of his heart. And, you know, 40,000 people have previously listened to it. So let's make it 400,000. Let's really make this up. So, yeah, my, <laughs> my little support for you, Jerry. So thank, thank you, you Jerry. What's the best way for people to reach out to you, though, Jerry? Uh, to reach out to me, uh, they can check out our, our website. We are enhancing our website. So uh, you, our website is www.championmentorship.com. Uh, there'll be a new updated version of that uh, coming up, I think, in a week. So we're really excited about that. So they can, they can check me out there if they want to reach me personally. Uh, I am on Facebook and uh, they can find me either by my name and you got to spell my last name is one of those weird say, names. Spell your last name, Jerry. Yeah, so the, the first name is Jerry, J-E-R-Y. That's easy. But the last name is R-O-I-S-E-N-T-U-L. No H, no A, T-U-L. So you can find me on Instagram under my name. You can find me on Facebook under my name. Or you can also look at Champion Mentorship on both Instagram and on Facebook. Yes. And I love it too because you're so approachable, Jerry. It's you. It is that's, that's just, that's just who, It is Coach That's who Jerry. I am. Yeah. Pe yeah. People are still surprised to this day when I get emails. I personally respond to them. Mm -hmm. I don't have an assistant who helps me do that. I, I personally respond to all my emails. I return calls myself. Mm -hmm. People are like, is this really you? <laughs> yeah, it's me because that's part of the connection that we talked about earlier that I love Fantastic. to have with people. This has been an incredible interview, Jerry. Thank you so much for your precious time. Um, you know, mutual appreciation club here. I know that. Very and much so. I know that we'll be working together in some capacity, whatever it is. But yeah, I do encourage people to register for Jerry's upcoming webinar. As we said, it's free. And, you know, if you don't do that, at least take action on something that you feel a little bit less than courageous on, because that's the only way you build your courage muscle that's by right. taking action. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Jerry. This has been a beautiful interview. Really appreciate it and wishing you all a very happy, healthy and abundant life. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.